All right, welcome back to She Said He Said with your girl Anita. And your boy, Mr. E. It is chilling Saturday. I'm actually sitting outside chilling. I know you can hear the somebody rolling their motorcycle. It feels really amazing out here today. What are you up to? And you are outside with your skin condition? Yeah, I'm just sitting on the back porch. I'm not doing anything You're really. You're not in the grass. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh, it's going well. It's Saturday. It's the weekend, baby. And I'm just chilling, watching a little, uh, going to be watching some football games uh, and everything. My sister and my niece came to town uh, from Jacksonville, so uh, they uh visiting my brother, so. But other than that, oh okay, it's, it's, it's going well. It's going well. How's your weekend going? Well, that's, um, my weekend is actually just going. <laughs> it's still slow, well, you know, but it's going. Well, good. Well, that's, sometimes slow is good, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you want to do a little bit more. I understand. I I get that. I, I feel that way too. But then you know. It's just I'm more of a homebody, but not working. I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah, oh, still crazy because you're home every yeah. day for many hours a day. Yeah, like I I've been out and about lately. Mm-hmm. Right, I've been out and about lately, putting in applications and school and stuff oh, like that. Good. Any any but, any prospects or anything? From yeah, oh, yeah. Good. But good. the thing is, you know me. I like to get paid when I feel I'm worth. You know what I'm saying? That's it, huh? Exactly. So because I like to do that too. Exactly. So I have a problem with accepting mediocre when I know I'm top brand. You know what I mean? Not not bragging it to to my horn. Not saying I'm better than other candidates that out there putting applications in. It's just. You know I your work. I, exactly. I have 11 plus years just at the company that I recently was on by itself. I did home health for X amount of years. I did receptionist work for X amount of years. I did personal care for X amount of years. I've dabbled in a lot of different things. So my resume is pretty versatile. But right. with all of that, I have constant work history. There's no break in between my work history. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, right. she took a year off here and five years right. off here. No, it's been consistent work right exactly so i just feel like these companies especially in louisiana i don't think that they understand quality workers you know what i mean i don't i think they're more bent on quantity than quality and i think that's why they always end up going back to the board of trying to feel quantity because they're not getting quality if that if you understand what i just said Oh yeah, yeah. It's, so I think it's that's, just like, that's I, what it is. It, it, it's just what I. It's just I tell folks all the time. It's just how banks treat tellers. They right. they, they you know use them and use them and gone. They don't pay them no right. money. And you right. you know constantly you might see new tellers and then the one that's there for a long time. You know you <laughs> you know <laughs> making no money. They right. Have to have that job. Right. Yeah. It's just crazy. I don't know, but. Right. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Um, oh, yeah. We are. We got. I know that something is going to come through and something is going to happen, but I just want to feel within me that this is what I want to do regardless. If the money right or the money not right, 
if the hours are good or whatever, I just want to know that regardless to what the pay is, I want to feel like this is what I'm going to do. Even if right. it's just part-time, even if it's just temporary, whatever the case may be, I just want to do that. I have an interview Monday. Oh, cool. Um, to talk to a woman, but probably not going to take it, but I <laughs> agreed to the interview. So I'm going to go in because if I say I'm going to do something, I like to follow through on it. Right, right, um, right. So I'm I'm going to do that. And who knows, I might go there and she might start singing a different tune and I might say, okay, girl, let's do business. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But from talking to her Friday, she, she does seem to be like a nice person. She was right. completely honest. And that was one thing that I respect about anybody. Right. Don't don't tell me something. And then when I meet you in person, you tell me something different. She told me right. straight up going in what my pay would look like, which I was not happy with what she said. She told me why the pay would be what it is, which I respect that. And I understand what she was saying, because there's a difference between medical and non-medical company. So... Right. Uh, all that pay, plays a part in how people get paid as well. So I, I understand what she was saying, but I honestly, I respect her being honest, you know, because I've been on interviews with people like, oh, we could, yeah, we could start you off with that. Maybe we can't start you off with exactly $16 or exactly $17, but we can give you, instead of 17 we can give you 16 Or instead of 17 we can give you 15 Or instead of 16 we can give you 13 You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, they'll say that. And then when you come in, it's like, oh, well, we no, our pay is eleven seventy five. Oh, exactly. no, I, our pay is ten ninety five. That ain't what you told me. And see Thank that you. right there, when you pay with, play with my money, mm-mm, that's a turn off. I don't oh. do that. Oh, I, I did that when I took one of my first job in the finance industry. When I when I first interviewed the, the manager, say, oh, we and, and, and this was a little bit of money. But anyway, right. she said. Well, we're gonna pay you uh, uh, fifteen thousand a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, cool. Get to work. Starting the day, she she called me to a desk. She said, "What did we say we were gonna pay you?" Because I already had a little experience, right? Oh, uh, and she's like, um, "It was like twelve dollars." It's like I said fifteen. She said, "No, it's it's, it's twelve. Really." <laughs> you were gonna be bad. I, I was a newly married guy and, and, and had kids. So, wow. Man, I don't want that there. But yeah, I, mean, I don't like I, that. And see, to me, like honesty is everything to me. Exactly. Like when you go into a situation with somebody and they're honest from the beginning, I tend to be more loyal to you. If exactly. I know if right. you're being honest and I know you're being honest. I have more respect for that and that I'm able to tolerate or deal with it and hope, you know, that things will change or get better or the pay will be better. Right. Exactly. But if I go into a business with you off a lie and I say, you know what, I'm just going to give it the benefit of the doubt and I'm just going to hope that it changes. Because that's what I did when I went to this 12 plus years company that I was at. Wow. I went into that company with lies that they told me. When I originally got hired at that company, I got hired to work for the doctor that I later ended up working for. But when they hired me, they had me working for the doctor that threw the paper and pen at me. Oh, wow. And then when, after he did that, they didn't want to fire me after I filed a report against, a complaint <laughs> against them. And then they moved me to work with two nurse practitioners whose schedules was horrible. Each one of those nurse practitioners would have 20-something patients on their schedule a day. So they were trying to get you to quit. That's what that no, was. No, they didn't have anybody else. 
to work those those two nurse practitioners and the doctor. So they had to do something. And they had hired another person to work for the doctor that they hired me to work for after they hired me. Mm. Yes. So then the doctor who they originally hired me to work for, the girl that they hired after me to work for him, quit, which I got along with her. She was young. I think she was like 19 years old, fresh out of school, spoiled. She was a foreigner. She was really, really sweet, really sweet little girl. Uh, and she was really nice, and she would come to me, and she would talk to me and everything. And when she found out that they hired me to work him but hire her after me she apologized to me i said what are you apologizing to me for and she's like i don't like that they did that and i just feel like no baby this is a company this is what companies do and this is how job works i said i know you're still young because i was young at the time too i said you still have to make your money and then she said, I know. She said, I, I was trying to show my parents that I, I could be responsible. But she said, I just don't feel right. I said, let me tell you something. Your money is your money. You don't owe me anything. I said, when you're dealing with work and business and companies and things of that nature, it's going to be some shady stuff that goes on. I'm not mad with you. That's not on you. That's on the people that hire us both. I said, so come do your job. I said, and then the doctor who they originally hired me for, he liked her. And I said, and he liked you. I said, so you can learn a lot from people that actually like you and respect you because they will teach you. It's hard to learn from people that don't like you because they're never going to give you the chance. They're never going to give you the opportunity. They're going to be too busy trying to cut you. So, and, so if they like you and they respect you, they will give you the chance to grow and to learn and all this other stuff. It's just like, okay, okay. But it was another girl there. The one I told you about used to always keep a mess. <laughs> Big white lady. Me and her had one issue, when I, when, and that was the situation with the priest. I never had a problem with her since. She helped train me. Oh, really? Her and another black girl helped train me. Um, but she didn't like the little girl, the little foreigner. She didn't like her, so she would yell at her and bully her around and stuff like that. And she would cry. I'm like, go clean your face. I said, don't let her see you weak. If she see you crying and giving in, I said, she's going to keep doing it. And see, I have a thing against bullies. I cannot stand people that bully people. I, I was bullied when I was young, so I know what that feels like. And it's just really? so frustrating. Yes, and it's so frustrating because people don't look at the bullier. They look at you when you decide to fight back. Especially if you're tall or especially if you show some type of uh, aggressive towards somebody bullying you. The first time you start fighting back, you become a problem. It becomes... Oh, she have an attitude problem. But the whole time I was getting my ass whooped, y'all was okay with that. The whole time I was letting somebody pull my hair out, y'all was okay with that. The whole time I'm, we, I'm letting somebody hit me, y'all okay with that. But as soon as I fight back, I'm a bully? Right. Oh, okay. And that bothered me for a long time because then I'm like, if I fight back, people are going to talk about me and people are going to say that I'm a bully. People are going to say I'm doing this. And I never get my daddy said, I don't give two goddamn horse or fucking cows what somebody else have to say about somebody defending themselves. Once you say that, okay. I got you. It was on Yeah, I was like he was like, You don't let people defend you, I mean, um, abuse you. You defend yourself. 
And if anybody get mad with you for defending yourself, then that lets you know that you shouldn't even be around them. Like, but it still took me a long time to understand why people was doing it. And just some people are just mean, selfish, and fucking ignorant. Mm-hmm. And you can't fix that. No matter how hard you try, you can't fix that. So it took me a long time to accept this. People that never look at the big picture and never ask the right questions or never even listen to you when you're talking, their mind is already made up. And you can't do anything with people whose mm-hmm. mind is already made up. You'll just be arguing and be mad for the rest of your life. And you know what? I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to be angry and be mad for no reason because I'm defending myself. But it took me a long time to to get to that point. But right. I've always, like, it always pisses me off whenever I see and know that someone is being a bully. Like, I can't stand that. Right. And I know some people that were bullying me, I knew that I could beat the hell out of them. I knew that. <laughs> but then I learned if if they bully me and I beat the hell out of them, they're only going to look at me because I beat the hell out of them. And I knew that I could beat the hell out of them, but the people that was bullying me didn't think that I could beat the hell out of them because they were bullying me and I let them. Right. I wouldn't fight that. Right. The same thing with the supervisor that was so hostile. If I was really arguing or being aggressive with that supervisor, I, I promise you, it would have not have went the way I told you it would have went. I would not have left out that office with my purse and all my stuff in the drawer. If I if I was in that office arguing with that man, I would have took my stuff with me because I already knew what was gonna happen. I would have I would have already been prepared. Oh, he's gonna fire me if I'd have been in that office arguing with that with that supervisor. Right. And everybody else that knows me, they knew that, and that's what one of them was saying. It was like, I don't understand because. If she was actually arguing with him, she would have known that he was going to fire her. She would have took her stuff with her. That's why nobody understood why he was lying and saying the things that he was saying. Because right. they know me well enough to know, I'm not going to argue with you. Right. I, will, I will not argue with you. And I don't like me if I get angry. Right. Nobody will like me if I get angry. So I've always worked hard on not allowing myself to be taken out of character to that point where I'm that angry because you cannot calm me down when I'm angry. You can't calm me down. Mm-hmm. So have the police ready with handcuffs because you're not going to calm me down. And that's not a good thing and that's nothing to brag about, but I'm being honest. Like, I know my weakness. I know, I know how I am. And I know if I've allowed myself to get taken to that extent of frustration... I have pretty much told myself, let's do this. Come on. I got all fucking day. Let's go. <laughs> that's where I'm at. And that means whatever happens, I'll just deal with it later on. And that's why people that really know me, they don't want me to get to that point. Because, like, if, if seven instance, we're at, we at a parade or a party or something. Right. And my homegirl, so I'm getting to it, and I'm trying not to give it escalate, and I break it up. And, if, and the other people throw a lick. I let it right. slide. You throw another lick. I let it slide. And I turn around and say, look, I'm telling you, chill the fuck out. I'm letting you know that nerves have already built. I'm at 100 right now, but I'm trying to keep myself together before I go to 1,000. Because I'm skipping the rest of the numbers. And I'm going straight to 1,000. Right. If you hit again, or you touch me in any type of capacity like you're trying to fight, it's, it's done. 
And instead of it being my homegirl and no fight, it's going to be me, you, and whoever else that wants to get into it. And I don't like that because people are like, no, stop. The police coming. I don't give a f about no police. I don't care about no... That's... And I don't like that. I don't know how to calm myself down when I get to that point. I don't know how. Right. Like, I've, I've went to therapy, and we've did this exercise where they've thrown up certain things that I've displayed to them and about what I've went through. And they've used that to throw it up against me for to get me angry. You know what I mean? For to help me, talk me down if I were to get to that level so that I don't end up in jail. They've been unsuccessful at that. <laughs> and these are therapists. These are licensed therapists. Right. To the point where other people in the company was like, oh, maybe we should discharge her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and the was like, how can you discharge her when this was an exercise that I couldn't contain? Because it, it wasn't to the point where I wanted to fight her, but I was so mad. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. You make me sick. I got the thing. You throwing up shit. And then it became, I knew that she was doing it to help me. But all I saw was that you were throwing up stuff that I confided in you. And that's all, that's all my right. emotions were wrapped around. I couldn't right. look at the fact that this was just an exercise. I couldn't look at it like that. Right. And so I was loud. I was disturbing the other people's thing or whatever. She's like, count it down for me. Count it down for me. And I was like, you count it down. I was so mad. But then after the fact, I was like, she was like, do you even understand why you were that mad? I was like, I kind of do, but I don't, under, I don't know how to pull myself back when I feel like I'm being attacked. Mm -hmm. And then... I, and then so we start working on an exercise that helped me keep myself in a mental place so that I don't even get to that point to even try to build myself back. Right. So people called it running. Because, you know, people that I love, when I mentioned it to them, they said, that's running. That's what they called it. It's not running. For me, it wasn't running because it worked for me for 12 plus years. And then when the situation happened with me and the coworker that said me or had a problem, who work I did for almost five years, you know, we had a problem until that came to my attention. Me and her would have been in no fighting. The problem would have been I wouldn't have known what really we were fighting for. Because I didn't know why it was, why what happened happened. But I now know that I was a target. I now know that that was personal. And I know that this person was going after somebody else. And they keep it from looking racist. She threw me in it. Right. But because she knew that there was no coming back for our friendship, because I befriended her, she knew there was no coming back for it, from it. Right. I was I was open play. Right. She was well aware. Sorry about the dog. She was well aware that they, they, they were on her side. They were going to take her side. They were going to be okay with her doing what she was doing. They were going to defend her regardless if she was wrong or not. She knew that. And so she didn't care if she was making a problem for somebody else that could turn into the long run. But I knew that. I saw that coming. Right. But then she was like, when they moved her and they saw the drama left and went to the other location with her, and everybody else was like, well, now they see she's the one that kept up a lot of the drama, a lot of the mess. 
she was still playing, you know, other people. Like she was right. still talking about and putting other people in the mix up. But at that time, the supervisor had already built a resentment towards me for whatever reason. Um, because when it first happened, I tried to figure out if I said anything, what did I do? Because I, I'm one, like I said before, I'm one of those people that try to understand why someone do what they do or what part I played in it. But I couldn't figure it out because I offered to do work when work was too much for other people. I've always was the one, one of the people that you pull to work, two and three people. <laughs> when I was hard-handed, I might get help that day. And if I did get help, it was only momentarily. Um, I helped you. I helped the other supervisor that was before you. I helped the supervisor that came after you. I volunteered to work a new doctor that came in with the nurse practitioner that I had been working with for X amount of years. So I didn't understand the personal vendetta that he had against me, but I know for a fact that that was personal. Just the resentment in his face, the disgust that he displayed, just the disrespect, the aggression, the loudness, that was personal. That was personal. <clears throat> yes, so exactly. even, right, even after when the doctors didn't understand why, they, why he did what he did, it confirmed it even more. This was personal. So but, you sound like one of those uh, senators on that uh, yeah. committee. Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> they, what made me so mad when I saw Kavanaugh. He reminded me of him. But mm -hmm. he's just short. My supervisor was like four foot, if that. <laughs> he had like a receding hairline in the front yeah, he, he was got, trying to hide. Well, I guess he got the little man syndrome. But he, yeah. he, he probably was. He probably is a Republican. Oh, he is a Republican. <laughs> yes, yeah, he well, yeah, he is a Republican, but I wasn't. Well, I'm not. Cool. I wasn't the threat. The threat to him still worked though. But yeah. when it comes, it's gonna come. But yeah. um, they say he haven't even really showed his face since the incident. Oh wow, crazy! Embarrassed so, of something. <laughs> so, what do you think about this uh, hearing that they had? Mm. I think. I think it, it's um, well. We talked about it a little, little bit. So they, I mean, um, they're going to have an investigation now, right? Supposedly. Okay. <laughs> well, it's the FBI. The FBI is thorough. Mm, yeah, maybe. Well, how long have they given them to investigate, and they put in stipulation on where they can? I don't know. I have no idea. I know that um, a lot of people was talking about. Flake, the guy, that, the other person that they said was in, you know, could witness to it, and they were saying mm -hmm. how clumsily he explained that um, he would be willing to send the vote to the Senate floor, but he want, he would be voting for no on Kavanaugh unless the FBI investigation was conducted. Right. They were mad with him because he said that. I think for me. I think it would have been proper to delay the floor vote for up to, but maybe a week or maybe two weeks in order to let the FBI do an investigation. And I think it should be a semi-limited time of scope. I do. I think it should have been surrounding him right. with between with all three of the victims. I, I do. That's just my my opinion. 
I think that it, it, they should have been able to look into his, his uh, email to figure out if it had anything to do with any type of cover-up, any lies that exactly. may have mentioned those type of things. I think it should have been. Uh, I think that they should have had other people um, that may have known him in college that could have spoke up about certain behaviors of his. Or, or even if it meant bringing up the behavior of, of the accusers, because you know they're going to do that. And this man ain't got to be a drinker since he's been grown in a judge. This, right. This, this man been drinking all his life. Yeah. And this man is 53 years old. This man, I thought this man was in his 60s or almost 70. No. And this man just 53 years old. He yeah. was old. I think this whole situation have pulled us apart. The American people apart. I, I do. I think it's a, an, it's well, a, well, an embarrassment. That's, that's, hey, that started at the head, though. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, that, but I'm. I, what he been I, doing. I expect that from Trump. If you if you are nominated by Trump, I expected that. Exactly. I did. I expected that. But when you have three accusers accuse this nominated person of something like that, I at least expect it for transparency. I expect for a thorough investigation to go into it because you are putting somebody in a position to preside over other people's life and will probably come in contact with cases of sexual assault. So yeah. I yeah, expect but, it, but I expect it better. That's really? I mean. Yeah, I expect better. I, I mean, I, I expect better because it, first of all, it's, it's Donald, it's Donald Trump in his administration. But we're not talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, but this the two, the two, the two options for president was who? What were the two main options? But, Course of but, actions for, 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 for presidency. No, let me hear you say it. Who were the two? Who were the two candidates? Uh, Hillary and, and the, Donald John. Okay. So out of these two, most Americans, including women, didn't feel like a woman should be president. So did I think that they would have picked him? Hell to the no. I didn't. But we already knew Going into the final day of the election, it was a possibility. When it first came up that he was running, I thought it was a fucking joke. And I was trying to not to curse. All the whole time we've been recording, I've been trying not to curse. I thought it was a joke. I really did. But the further along we got into it, and the many supporters that kept coming up for him, and these different rallies that he was going to where he was promoting violence, and he was a hidden people, and screaming and mocking people and everything that kept coming up about this man past and recent and stealing and sexual assault and all this stuff and they still promoting him. I expected that because they didn't want Hillary to win because she was a woman. And these people that keep saying, oh, she has um, criminal background. Oh, she might have did this. They know that's not why they didn't want Hillary to win. They didn't want Hillary to win because she's a woman. And they know that. So when they keep bringing up about the emails, they went through the emails how many times? How many times the FBI went through the emails? Right At before, least two or three times. Right, right before, before the, election. the elections, they went into it again. Trump screwed a little negativity, talking about, oh, his investigation's about to go into Hillary. That's to have people going negative. Come to find out, that wasn't even true. They never found anything remotely criminal that would link Hillary to anything, you know, illegal. But Trump kept spending it. Just like he keeps spending it now and keeps spending it now. My thing is this. If they never found anything to, to say that she was doing something illegal or she was doing something criminal, why are you still holding on to that? 
Because the only thing that keeps coming up is the people in your circle. Why is that news? I expect that. But we're talking about a supreme judge. Supreme court judge. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the lives of not just black and brown people. We're talking about the lives of white people, too, that's going to be affected by this person that may not support Trump. That may not support sexism and rapists. That may not be okay with colluding and criminal activity. That's what we're talking about. Majority of these victims that have came forward recently, they're white women. White women. So even if they didn't give two shits about the black women, I expected them to give a fuck about the white women. I did. Really? I did. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I did. Well stupid stupid me. Yeah. But because, I did. Man, I did. oh my goodness gracious. No, no, I didn't expect them. Oh no. Not when they trying to they got an agenda. Oh no, they, they care less about them. When they care less of what them women went through. But, and but this I'll is the thing. But no, 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 no. This this is the thing. There are a lot of people that support Trump, but a lot of the people that support Trump are trailer park ain't got shit people. A lot of the Republicans that's in those situations, they throw the brick in how they hand. They don't really support Trump the way they putting on this front like they support Trump. So yes, I thought they would say, well, no, we can't because it would make us look good. Like that's the way they were spinning in the media. Like we can't, we can't support him because it's going to make us look like as Republicans, we don't care about the people as a whole because that's how I would have spent it. If I wanted to stay face with asshole, that's how I would have spent it. No, but, I wouldn't have spent it like that. I would have been a straight up. I ain't, I ain't vote for him. But, but I, I know, you see, this, because you're looking at it from, <laughs> see, you you remember, I think, a while, a while back, you did one of your podcasts on the 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 neurotic thinking of Trump supporters and how mm-hmm. warped that was. It's right. Like, it's like, it's like, you remember that? Hitler. They don't care. You, you, re- you remember that segment? Yeah, I remember oh, that segment. You really was a good supportive then. Oh my <laughs> God. You could be put in one of those Trump supporters categories then. Yeah, uh, yeah, blindly. I'm following this <laughs> That's not fair. No That's matter what fair. she say, she could go out there and shoot a person down. Uh, uh, I-10 coming through in, in Livingston, Paris. And I- nah. <laughs> That ain't true. <laughs> I don't. I don't like guns. So if I have a gun, it's a reason why I got a gun. <laughs> well, I'm reason. just saying. I'm just saying how blindly supportive people are. And I understand. Him and and this Republican and what this Republican agenda? They don't care. Right. I mean, I'm they, just. I'm just. I'm just naive because I'm still a yeah. person that that has to hold on and believe. That exactly. change is going to happen and something good is going to come. And not everybody is like Trump. And not all these Republicans think and feel the way people like Trump do. I, that's just me. I have to. If I don't, that's going to make me an angry black woman. What? That's going to that's gonna make me stick to all the negative things that have happened to women. And, and it's not about black women. I said women because people always, well, black women. Nope. To women, it's gonna make me stick to all the negative things that have happened to women, and gonna and I'm just gonna be fixated on 
the police brutality of things that have happened. I'm going to be looking at every negative image that have happened in this country, that have happened to people in this country, and that's all I'm going to be glued to. And in order for me to be happy, in order for me to prosper, in order for me to grow and present the, the good me to everybody, I can't think that way. I remember one time, I never thought all white people was the same. I've never been a racist person. But when I was younger, 8, 9, 10 years old, majority of my friends were white. Truthfully. So I never looked at, I never looked at white people as, as racist. And no matter how many things as a child that I had no clue that was racism, watching police, you know, search family member cars and cut the seat, talking about they were doing drugs. And these people had nothing to do with drugs. No, nothing about them was tied to drugs. Nothing about their life, their activity was tied to drugs. But that's what they would do. You know why? Because my uncle, cousins, and, and second cousins, and first cousins were married to white women. And we were, we were, we lived in, in, in the country. And then we, where we lived at, it was racist. And so they didn't like that. And one of my uncle's wives was from Mississippi. And it's when, <laughs> seriously. And so when I saw that when I was yeah, young, I, I didn't. I didn't realize it was racism. I knew that it was mean, and I, you know, I was like, yeah, that's well, why they cut, yeah, you know, well, why they cut his feet? Like, why would, those were my questions, but I never looked at it as dirty policemen or these are horrible policemen. And even when my family members would express their frustration, they never said that. They never said, oh, them some dirty ass police officers. Oh, but as I got older and I started paying attention to things, and I started un understanding the difference between good and bad, like actually understanding the difference between good and bad, and actually understanding that when you're a police officer, there should be nothing dirty about you. There should be nothing dirty about you when it comes to crime, when it comes to serving and protecting the people. It, like There's nothing should be negative about how you come across the people. You want people to respect you, but you supposed to respect the people, too. And that's how I looked at it, and that's how my family raised me to look at it. No matter how low-down and dirty policemen had did anybody in my family, they never talked bad about them and called them horrible people. My dad used to always say, no, you fix them in the, in the, in the courtroom. That's how you beat them. You get your witness, you get your evidence, you get your good lawyer, and you let them represent you in the courtroom. And if what one judge won't do, you keep fighting till another one do. That's what he used to tell me. And so I started looking at it that way. But then as it got, you know, you get older and you just think eventually things going to change. But I'm going to be honest with you, the past 10 years, I'm going to say the past six years. I'm going to give it six years. I'm not going to go way back. The past six years, it is horrible. Yeah. It is embarrassing. Yeah. It is scary. Well, actually, from the last eight years, we can ask nine years now, since eight years when it really started coming out, when Obama got elected, just <laughs> it's just mainstream now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that in order, uh, they've ordered the FBI to conduct this supplemental investigation because that's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, uh, exactly. They're going to do an update. I don't know how long, but they say it's a limited scope and it should be completed in less than a week. So I guess we stay tuned to that and see um, uh, how it's going to go. I honestly think the only reason Flake said I will vote only, yes, only to do an investigation 
is so that it can go through. I don't think it had anything to do with actually doing an investigation. That's just me. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe he, I'm just, maybe I'm just being angry. But well, you know. I read where it said that he he happened to be in an elevator and two women was in the elevator, uh, saying that you know he, that they was you know abused or uh, sexually abused, right. um, assaulted. And is he just going to let this just? you know go like that and then that's oh i saw it I, say, I saw the little i saw the little clipping where the two women approached him and they were talking yeah. and one of them said look at me when i'm talking to you look at me mm-hmm. i could have just oh my god my heart just dropped yeah it dropped i, I was like how how as a man you're not touch some type of way you know what i mean i don't know right. i don't know but but camilla harris she said hell with y'all she walked out of the hearing she was like Mm-mm. she pro she protesting she protesting um it was harris and a few of her staff members staff, they walked out of the courtroom um it was three other senators uh i can't even think of one of them names um yeah, all of them are Democrats. Uh, still. Richard uh, Bloom and yeah. Sheldon uh, Whitehouse. And it was somebody else, too. And Maisie uh, I Arana. don't know. Harona. Yeah. yeah. He was from Hawaii. Um, one was from Rhode Island. One was from Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, but they had other people from the committee of chairman left, too. But I don't know who they are. And then that's when the, um, Chuck... Grassley or whatever, that's when he began to vote. That would, you know, set up later vote on the domination of Kavanaugh, who was accused right. of sexual assault as a teenager. Um, I don't know. I think, for me, I do think the hearing is a sham. I do. I think they're doing that just to say we did something. We didn't just ignore. I, I do. I think as a citizen, I think the American people, I think women, I think men, I think teenagers, I think everybody deserve better than what what we're getting. I mean, it's one thing for y'all to go along with having this type of president in this position, knowing that there is nothing but criminal activities behind this president. And y'all still follow along with him, still allow him to follow out his term. And to me, I just think that's an embarrassment. And I know other countries, like I've said before, are laughing at us. I think they, they feel like we're the stupidest country that there is. And we are. We we are. But um, she said, Kavanaugh tweeted, not Kavanaugh, uh, Camilla Harris tweeted that we were talking about putting Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court for a lifetime. For mm-hmm. the sake of our democracy and the integrity of our democracy, you would think that members of U.S. Senate would say there's enough here to push pause. Let's reflect on what we're about to do. Um, Camilla Harris urged for more time to make sure Kavanaugh is ethical enough to be placed on the Supreme Court for the rest of his life. And, you know, she was mad. And I don't, I'm mad. But what are we going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Because like I say, the Republicans are going to run ramrod over to get what they want. You know? Did you you see where where Fox News fired um, Kevin Jackson? On Thursday, of a calling Dr. Uh, Christine Baisley Ford, a, a line, some lying skanks. 
Oh no, I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fox firing somebody? Yep. They said he said feminists are their own worst enemies and enemy of women. To hell with the notion that women must be believed no matter what. Lying skanks is what these three women are and we all know more. Hashtag team KG. Um, they fired him. He's black. Uh, he said, I disagree. Feminists are the are their own worst enemies and enemy of women. Also, they want men to never be believed. I'm not succumbing to hell with the notion that women must be believed no matter what. Lying skanks is what these three women are, and we all know more. Um, then somebody said, come on, Kev. That's just out of line and extremely rude. I am a survivor myself, and I have very difficult time believing that her statement, but to lower yourself to berating her appearance and using such a foul and antiquated euphemism is exactly what we don't need. Um, that's what somebody else said. I don't know who that was. He, 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 he must forgot he was black. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he was, he was, he was terminated as a contributor. Yeah. His comments on today's hearing was reprehensible and do not reflect the values of Fox News. But y'all support? Ain't they supporters of Trump? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, but he yeah. forgot he was black. You said that exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgot. Yeah. Then he said, "Dang, girl, stop opening your legs and open a book." Wow. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, he really. Yep. I hope he got some money saved up. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope he didn't quit his day job, whatever that was. <laughs> it was I'm, I don't know. This dude, you know, that's what I say. These people with these views and like, yep. it's like to me, I don't care about you have your views, but let your views be be views based on common sense. You, decency. you know what's crazy about what he said he he made a comment to a woman who has a doctoring degree to close yeah. her legs and open a book a book don't you think she have hope in many 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 books <laughs> i think he just realized now i've just crushed my career thank you i had an i had an opportunity here at the fox news to be mm-hmm. an inside ninja a house ninja <laughs> and, and I got too comfortable. Yeah. And now look at me. But yeah, you know, Trump right. might throw him out some money. You know. Yeah. Um. He'll he land somewhere the way on some other conservative right. place. So. So what do you think is going to happen? With this thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, I if they if they don't talk to this and see this boy, uh. Mark, whoever, Mark, whatever mm-hmm. the guy that was in the room with him. Now, right. he already said that he don't recall. Right. Now, saying that I don't recall... Ain't the same as it didn't happen. <laughs> it just ain't happen. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> you know, and, and, and truth be told, truth right. be told, and uh, I think somebody told me that they went on a, a, a trip somewhere in they had a few drinks and they didn't remember what happened that night. Yeah, well, I, I did. So, oh, yeah, that was you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on vacation. I remember you saying that on one of your podcasts. That yeah, I went on it and had a few drinks. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> like there are bits and pieces of that vacation. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. 
um it's like a whole day almost is like taken out of my memory bank and like there are certain things that happen that I think happen later, but happened before. You know, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, say for instance, if it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right. I felt like it happened that Sunday, but it happened probably that Friday. <laughs> wow. And and when Saturday come, I remember the Saturday morning getting up and things of that nature. And I remember a lot of things up until, I'm not really sure if it's 12 or if it's 2. Like, I don't remember <laughs> everything. And I'm being honest. And that's why one reason why I don't drink when I go places with my friends. So I'm not a drinker. I'm not right. a drinker. So, and I know for me, if, if that can happen to me and I don't know anything. I remember when I was, when I first turned 21 mm-hmm. and me and my brother and we went to the, the boat. They took me to the boat for my birthday. Because now, you know, in Louisiana, that's what you do. You turn 21, we're going to the boat. But she me oh, her yeah. and gambling with my money. Now, if you want to take <laughs> me and give me some money to play, then that's what we're going to do. Which I did. I won a little change because I wasn't that stupid. One little change, cashed out, took the money. And I was done. But I got me some free alcohol. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't remember anything. I was flying and everything. Wow. See, didn't remember. That's what I'm saying. So for this for this guy to say I don't recall, well, right? You know, and 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 and, and Kevin off. Now he probably don't remember. Yeah. I mean, when you when you to that point, you to that point, you don't remember. You can't. You know. So, like yeah. the guy say, I don't recall. Right. You right. probably can't recall because y'all probably was stupid drunk. And right. kids, you were stupid drunk. Period. Right. I agree. I just hope that I pray that some miraculous happen and people come to their right senses and decide there's no way this man should be on this bench. And that's just my opinion. And I hope that through this investigation that it's proven that he is not able or should not be in that position for the rest of his life, serve on the Supreme Court. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I tried to stay open. I tried not to do an opinion on whether or not Brett Kavanaugh was guilty or not guilty because I wasn't there and I don't know. But after I watched these women testimony, because at first I didn't watch it, but when I saw Lindsey Graham with his aggression with, I'm just disappointed with how they treated you. Would you say that you were treated bad? Would you treat like he was leading him, telling him how to feel. And then when Kavanaugh said, yes, I've been through it and then some. I've been through hell. When he said that, I'm like, yeah, me too. how the fuck you think these women feel? When he said that, I was done. And then I listened to Graham keep on on his ramp. He was red with aggression and frustration. And then when Kavanaugh started talking more and how he was going to the Democrats, the Democrats' uh, conspiracy theory, and how they did this to him and blah, 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 blah. And then there were questions, simple questions that they asked right. him that he wouldn't answer. I'm like, what? The, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What you hiding? Thank you. Why are you not answering these simple-ass questions? Like, exactly. come on, dude. And that made me like, he's lying about something. Right. I right. believe these accusers i believe them and it, and, it, and it has nothing to do with pro woman or anything like that i just believe these women were they were honest they were clear they were direct they didn't hesitate there wasn't a stutter they didn't keep from answering any questions so i i right. honestly i felt like they were very truthful i felt like Brett Kavanaugh right. was too aggressive he was too angry i just felt like it was just so much negative going towards him and right. any any 
open-mindedness that I wanted to keep and not view it either way went out the window. And then what makes it even more is like, why are these men all supporting and so hurt by what's going on with him? But you got three women that said that this man raped them. And if it's about listening to what you feel is true, then you didn't even listen to these women. You didn't even listen to nothing neither one of them had to say. Your mind was already made up. So it didn't matter what these women said. And and that's what did it for me. But I just pray right. that through this FBI investigation, I hope that it's proven that he should not be on the Supreme Court. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. And if you don't have nothing else to add to it, we're going over to the LSU and um, Ole Miss of the world today. All right. Well, go on over. Go on over. What y'all going to do today? What I don't do? know, because this is actually week five college footballs, and... Um, it's going to be the SEC West rivals, and it's going to be, well, let's see, let's say this. I was looking at some of the ESPN and the commentators and the people that were supporting them and this and that, whatever, and I was looking where they said, um, people were going for the number five LSU over Ole Miss. Who are you going for? Um. Well, I can't root for the Ole Miss. It, I just Ole Miss. <laughs> That's a rebel. I can't. I mean, you know. I, I mean, but I you don't want to root for LSU either. So what? So I, who you rooting no, for? No, 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 no. I prefer LSU winning because LSU is ranked number six. Mm-hmm. So I want them to keep winning. I want them is to it, keep winning. Is it is it bad that as a fan you want LSU to win, but you kind of don't want them to win? That's bad. Because <laughs> they must must be the people, the LSU fans over there yeah. are obnoxious. Yeah, they, they are. They are. So I know they're getting super obnoxious now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I can understand it. Because that's how I felt about LSU. That's how I feel about LSU. Now, I, I, I like LSU. I just hate yeah. the fans are so how they are. And they seem like they just... Don't use their common sense when they're expressing their thought about things. They don't, and they don't care, and they feel like LSU mm-hmm. is better than everybody else. And right. you know, you are a supposed to be a top caliber team. You're supposed and, to be a top caliber school. Everybody understands that, and they get it. But it's just the type of mentality that these people have, and the fans have. It's to me, it's disgusting. It is, and I I don't like no part of it. Like when we used to always go tailgating, a lot of my family still go. I don't go like I used to. And the people that we were around when we went tailgate, we didn't get that feeling from them. I'm going to be honest with you. We didn't get, oh, we better than y'all. It wasn't like that. They was eating our food and everything else. Right. So it wasn't, they didn't come across as, oh, we think we're better than you. But later on, you know, like 2012, 2013, things started to change a little bit. Like you would go out there and you would tailgate and certain people would make you feel uncomfortable. Like, why are you here? Why are you in a Southern, why are you not a Southern guy? And I'm sitting there thinking, we've been doing this forever. For as long as I can remember, we have been LSU fans as well as Southern supporters. But I just didn't understand like that, you know, as time, I was like, what the hell wrong with these people? And that made me not want to go. That made me not want to tailgate and go to games. Because we didn't just tailgate. We used to go to the games, too. Let's get that clear. So it wasn't just about going out there and just tailgate. We would go to the games, too. So, but when that happened, it just it pushed me further away. You know, like, no, I don't want nothing to do with that. Mm -mm, I ain't got time for that. You know what I mean? But that still never made me not want to support them. I did. 
but also with Southern, because Southern is their homecoming. They're playing against Alcorn today. Oh, I, I need to be over there. Ooh, that oh, my long. God. I think it's going to be a very, very heated, intense, no hold boy type of game. I think Those it's going to be. going to be out there. Oh, you so go ahead. Your girl hear you too. I know she gonna hear. Go ahead. She know I'm playing. Go ahead and cash a check that your that your bank can't uh, provide you the money for. Keep it up. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I I I don't support Southern like I used to. But it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with Southern itself. It has everything to do with the ignorance of us. Around every time, day, right. yeah, every time we go to Southern or go to the, it's like something happens. It may not happen on the campus, but it happens near there, and people are tailgating or things of that nature, and it's just embarrassing. It is really embarrassing, and it's sad because I, I just don't. I'm just one of the people that don't feel like every situation is warrant people fighting and getting a gun behind. Right. I, I don't think that every time. You go to something that you got to be wondering if you're going to make it home or not. Like, exactly. so much things that have happened have changed the way I move. And I, and it's almost like I'm not living, kind of. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It, right, right. Almost like you're living in fear, and that's not living. Because you've limited yourself. you shut yourself off on what you will do, where you will go, what you want to do, because of what what all is happening around you. You know what I'm saying? And that's not that's not right. Just like with my daughter, you know, she goes to Southern and I'm like, after the little boy got killed, I called this girl six times. I ain't just call her. I FaceTime her. I wanna see your face. <laughs> like let me see your face. And she gets it. She knows she didn't she wasn't like, Well why you keep calling me? She know me. You know what I mean? So next thing you know, I'm calling everybody. I'm like, Aisha, I ain't heard from you. What's going on? Why you ain't calling nobody? See, they know I always get them their face. I don't harass them. I don't do any of that. Right. So I'm calling. I'm like, and I ain't just call. I FaceTime. I went over to Brianna's house, started their house. Well, you know, because it just, you're worried. You know what right. I mean? Because right. you don't know what's going to be. Going and, you know, yeah, they can leave home and not off. come back. You know, right. so it's just. It's just sad. But anyway, going back to LSU, because I'm rambling right now. Um, I think LSU is gonna, I think it's gonna do what is, what, what they're gonna do. I think they, the, 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 I think they're one of the, the games that have a bunch of flaws within their team. I, I do. I think they got a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, they they got to be careful because in order you know, uh, for this, to win, yeah, I don't think say, it's going to be a pushover game. That may right, just be because, me because uh, from when I look, uh, uh, Ole Miss got a you know pretty decent quarterback, nice quarterback, and oh yeah, both of their receivers they said should be drafted in the, in the, in the draft. So right, quarterback's going to have to be on the game, and the defensive line going to have to put some pressure because if it's not, it could be a long day, long night, right. you know. Yeah, so, so it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be good. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wish I was there. I, I seen one of these uh, Southern Alcorn games. That's what they playing for homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, I seen one of those games before. I, I used to live in Natchez, Mississippi, and mm-hmm. I went to. Uh, matter of fact, I think it was uh, Alcorn homecoming when they played Southern. Um, yeah. Back in the days, in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s. 
and when they played, and they was, uh, I mean, the, the game was good. I think, I think LSU, I mean, LSU, all corn pulled it out at the end, but it was a good game. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's going to be good. Good luck to LSU and Ole Miss. LSU going to win. I'm predicting that. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real good. It's going to be a lot of alcoholics out there. But um, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to be tailgating on my couch. I'm hoping to have me some pizza. <laughs> Although I'm not supposed to eat a lot of pizza. I'm not, I'm not even supposed to eat bread because of my stomach, but I'm going to eat me some pizza. Um, and what else I'm going to do? I'm just going to watch um, football. I'm going to wait until – I'm going to watch Windworth. I told you I'm addicted to Windworth right now. I, um, you got me watching that, and I watched it to – I'm up to the little girl getting uh, – Oh, my God. Did you cry? Did you? Could you hear the pain in that woman's voice? Did that woman's pain feel real? Well, your pain felt real, yeah. Like she was just like, Wah. yeah, that was <laughs> that hurted me. I'm like, oh my god! And then right. when they wouldn't let her go to the funeral after she got dressed to go, I was so hurt. I was so mad. Right. You know, it's like, no, you can't do that. But Netflix, what are your top five shows? If you have top five shows that you're watching, what what are they on Netflix? On Netflix. Yeah. Uh, well, I watch Luke Cage. Yeah. Anything dealing with uh, uh, like Marvel, I watch. You okay. Know, Daredevil, Iron Fist. I don't know. And uh, Luke Cage. Um, hmm. said Luke Cage. Yeah, I know. And like <laughs> I'm watching the went with. I watch the. Uh, I'm catching up on the. Uh, black Orange is the new black or something. Like oh that. my God! Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm I, I'm watching that. I'm, they, uh, uh, I've been watching that. So those are the things that I think that I have watched that I'm watching, and then I'm watching old reruns of this series called Jericho. It, it I think it lasted one season, one or two seasons, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, that, that. Okay, I'm gonna tell you mine. Okay, I haven't got caught up on them yet, but I, that's my plan. I finished watching Happily Napoli Ever. I mean, Happily Ever Napoli Ever. Okay. After or something like that with Sanaa Lanson in it when she cut all her hair off and went there. Oh, yeah. I was intending to watch that, but I I It's 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 slow, but it was good. I think they rushed it in. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, But I can relate. I know so uh, so many people that can relate to that movie, to that show. Like, seriously. Right. Um, that is a must see. I'm gonna be honest with you, like it is, because I'm not yeah. gonna tell too much of it, but I want, because I want you to go see it, and I want you to tell me what you think of when you go see it. But at right. one point, huh? She had a boyfriend, whatever, whatever. They broke up. They got back together. Okay. Yes, at a mayor or whatever, and everything was going good with them, whatever. She said yes. They having a dinner for with her people, or whatever. And she's dressed, she's pretty, and he comes in, she got her natural hair going. He comes in and he said, are you going to do anything with your hair? And she's like, what do you mean? And he said, well, I was just hoping that you would, like, do something different to it. All right, babe? And kiss her. You mother, you mother, you mother. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know you actually went through. I was so mad. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, she going to break up with him. Ain't no way she going to do her hair. Ain't no way. So she, yeah, she got her mom to, you know, do her hair, 
comb it out, you know, make it straight. I was like, Sanaya, <laughs> you have fought so hard, girl. Like, how you gonna go? Like, that's where I was with it. But mm, she fought back in the end, you, you know. Look, you know what we do for love, right? Mm, but love. go see it. it. It was good. But anyway, I watched that. Winworth, I'm addicted to it. Okay. I'm addicted to it. I'm on the series. I'm way past you. I know. I'm way past you, but I'm on the. I'm at the point now where upper people are trying to get rid of the governor that's in there. But the governor, she is cold. Oh, that governor. That she she is cold. Oh my goodness, she cold blooded. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she ain't playing. So I know I'm it's gonna be interesting watching her. <laughs> yes, I'm convinced she got people inside that jail hid out somewhere. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm convinced. Now I might be wrong, but I'm convinced. Okay, Winworth, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Dime. Have you watched Jessica Dime? Jessica Dime? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Jessica. Oh my Dime. god. I got Jessica Jones, but Jessica Dime. Is it Jessica Jones? The black girl? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, but this is a white girl. No, I oh, well, no, it's Jessica Dime then. Go watch okay. that. It's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the Spike Lee, uh, she gotta have it. Oh, yes. I hadn't watched that. But it's the new version, right? I love it. Oh my god. She is fine. I love her. I, I love her. It. I gotta go watch it. I love her. You know what? Yes. I had every intention of starting to watch it, but I, I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah. Those are some good shows. You know what? Netflix got a lot of shows that's going on. Got a lot of shows. Got a lot of good shows. And then guess what? Uh Open Renfrey movie show that's on there. What you call it? Um it's like a cartoon type of movie that she's on. Oh really? Oh that, that's uh, on there. Yeah, on your own the thing, whatever it's Yeah. On. So that's on there. So uh it's th- those are those are my picks right now. I finished okay. watching the Orange is the New Black. I'm not happy with the season. Oh, see, I got, I got, don't tell me about it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I'm not going to tell know. you. I think I'm on, I'm, I'm way back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you are. I think they arrested the girl for supposedly killing that cop. That's where I'm at. I'm at, I'm at that section. Um, uh, for killing the cop? Yeah. The, the, you know, the big black girl that was oh, one of the okay, leaders okay, of the, okay. the okay, ride. Okay. I got but, you. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed when they killed Washington. I mean, I know it was an accident when the when the when the um security guard was trying to hold her down and she couldn't breathe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. it was an accident, but when they killed her off, I was like, yeah. "Fuck y'all!" Like I don't want to watch y'all no more. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. Right. So I was disappointed at that point, but then I thought when it came back to the next series, whatever it's gonna be, I'm disappointed. I'm, they're gonna lose me if they don't figure out a new rewrite. I'm, they gonna lose me because and you know when you when you say that and that's where I've been the part that I'm looking at. It's like this is just going on and on and it's about nothing, yeah. you know. Yeah, and so it is. It's, it's become it, it, that's why I had it's, it's, it's become them just being vindictive to those women and oh, just. I, and I, I, I don't like that. I, I don't like every time you turn around, they're doing stuff. And I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So yeah, it's, it's ugly yeah. for me. I don't like it. Um, yeah. they've lost, they, they, they're, they're going to lose me as a, um, as a fan. I'm going to be honest. And I like, 
uh, white people? <laughs> no, I ain't seen that one. Probably um, watch that one. It's not the way it sounds, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. white people. It got to be a, a lot of white folks in there, huh? You got to go see it. Oh, okay. Just start watching it, then you let me oh, know what you no, think. That, I know what I, you I think. Remember, I've seen something about it. It's yeah. Like, uh, something. It's it's not just called white people. It's something, right? It's something like it's something else. White people, right? Yeah. yeah Some I'm white people. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not good with remembering all, all these titles, but yeah. Yeah, those like, are my main. Listen, like listen, white people or something, something. Uh. Yeah, something like that. I'm, yeah. I I got a brain freeze when it comes to these these name and these titles. Um, I know we're good. Yeah. Right. So those are my top. Those are my tops when it comes to Netflix. Um, I can't wait to uh, How to Get Away with Murder comes back out. Oh yeah, I'm Everything waiting for that. Start at the end. Uh, well, last week they also got uh, um um a thing on Netflix with Quincy. Quincy. Huh? Ooh, Quincy? Yeah, Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he did his interview, talking about everybody. Yeah. Like, he done lost yeah. his ever-loving mind. Yeah, but I kind of like just it. Oh, the Oprah Winfrey movie is Wrinkle in Time. You read Wrinkle in Time. Well, you know, you just, yeah. man, come on now. You get privy to that stuff. You, you don't, you, man, you take that stuff to the grave with you. You know. I agree. You don't put, I agree. you know. You know oh, no, 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 no. It's Jessica James. It's Jessica James, the one that I'm looking, that I'm talking about. Jessica Jones. Not right? Jessica Dimes. Jessica Dimes off of Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jessica Jones. It, 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 Jessica Jones, the, the white chick with Luke Cage was in the first series. Of it, right? Yeah, but this what I'm talking about is Jessica James. She was burned by a bad breakup. She was struggling. Uh, she's a struggling New York City playwright. Oh, uh, no, no, no. This she wanted different. to make a, a connection with a. Um, oh, this is she made thing. a connection with a divorced app designer that she met on a blind date, and so yeah, it's kind. It's like that. It's 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 called yeah, the incredible watched. Jessica Jessica James. That's what it's called. I think I watched some of it. Now, she met this guy. Wasn't he, ain't he a white guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's why I stopped watching. Oh, my God. Don't do that. I know yeah. what you're talking about, Jessica Jones. She, yeah. um, she had a past. Yeah. And she used to use her gifts as a, a right. private eye to find her own. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's actually, it's good. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, we... we we like some good. It's a like dear white people. That's the name. Yeah, of it. dear white people. Right. I, yeah. yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, dear white people. Yeah. So yeah, we. Yeah, that be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. Well, good then. But anyway, LSU, not LSU. LSU gonna win. I believe that. <laughs> um, today Southern so. homecoming. I'm sorry that we are not giving Southern homecoming the attention that I think it deserves because unfortunately there were LSU player that was murdered Friday morning from an altercation that happened. Yeah, see, and, somebody for that too, right? Yeah, Trayton um, Sims, Simpson. They're not sure exactly how they really know each other. They just know that it was a fight broke out and then Sims and two other people broke in to, I guess, 
help their friend. And then at one point, uh, Trey Con or Trey, whatever his name, Simpson, opened fire and shot him in the head and the bullet went through his neck. Wow. Um, I don't, I'm going to be honest, and I don't want to justify this kid's death. I don't think his intention was to shoot this child in the head and kill him. Although, after the the press conference, because I watched the press conference with the sheriff, Paul um, Paul Murphy. Right. Um, he talked, and they mentioned that it was near Southern. They always mention when something happens of it being near Southern. Um, and he said that they tracked the guy down through DNA and the video. There was a video that surfaced of them fighting. And at the end of the video, there, there's a gunshot, two shots were fired. You hear that at the end of the video. And at which point a guy with some red and white pants is with a line going through with a gray shirt. Supposedly he was the one that shot the gun and killed him. They found some glasses. The DNA from the glasses was traced back to Simpson. Um, after they picked Simpson up, he admitted to having possession of a gun. He admitted to being in an altercation. He admitted to being there. He also admitted to shooting Simpson. He did not. Paul Murphy uh, did not say that the child. I call him a child because he was 20 years old. But I still call him a right. child. He never said that the guy said he intentionally intended to shoot him. But the news, WAFB News, wrote an article said that Simpson intended to kill Sims. I don't believe that. Well, here's the thing. If I intended to kill you, then I'm going to pull my gun out initially and yeah, right. shoot you. I ain't right. going to fight you first. Right. I think pride took over. I think you were, they were getting it, he was getting his right. ass whooped. Exactly. And That's nobody can handle this kid because this kid and two other dudes came in like, get the fuck away from my friend. And they were swinging. Right. Not to make a joke of it. But every time he would like flint them all and every time he would try to break the fight up, in a sense, somebody else would come and start hitting another friend. And then they would step in and then they would try to swing and stop that from happening. And then the other guy came, the guy with the red and white pants, you could see at that point he came in and started swinging again. And then Sims started swinging on him. And then at that point, they were going constantly going away from the camera. Right. And then that's when you hear the two gunshot wounds. And then you hear at the end, it's like, what the fuck? Somebody just got shot. And that's when it goes off. Um, it's horrible. Right. It is, it is horrible for the, that child's mother to remember her son fighting to defend his friends before he's murdered. Right. It's, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 as a mother, I would never want to remember my child that way. And right. it's also, it's on the media, it's over the, you know, social media. So it's not like you could just take it down and it's gone. You know what I'm saying? It's going to always be a trace of it there. But there are video footage showing the child being shot, but they didn't release that to the public. They only released up to the fight. Um, and when the gunshot happened and then they cut it, they cut that off. But um, Paul Murphy said that there were video footage of the sh of the shooting actually happened, the, the, guy, the child actually being murdered. Right. So out of respect for the parents, I guess that's why they didn't release that part of it. And I respect them for not doing that. And then the state police representative get up and, you know, he was saying he wanted to thank the different resources that stepped up to help them. 
And then secondly, I want to give my condolences to the family, which I thought that would have been the first thing you did when you stepped up to the podium. But that was right. just my mistake. That's just me. And then I want to let the people know. I don't think the people know what all law enforcement do. I don't think they understand what all we have to do. What the fuck they got to do with anything? I think anybody with common sense has a clear understanding of what it is that law enforcement supposed to do. We may not know the name specifically of what you call it, but we have an idea that you have to pull from different resources, different organizations to play a part in a teamwork of manner to help get to the bottom of who did what throughout the investigation. We, we are very clear that it ain't just, oh, we went to the investigation and everything is summed up. We understand that that's a process. We understand that there's a lot of work going to it. What we don't understand is how if you have evidence, clear evidence, video footage, verbal audio footage of bad police officers, how y'all justify them committing crimes. That's what we don't understand. That's the part we don't get. That's the part we'll never understand and we'll never get. So when he got up there and he started saying that, I was, they lost me. I, I cut right. the bitch off. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. I ain't got time. Um, I, two problems I have with this. When they did a print-up, they did a print-up of a high-profile but still senseless in the murder of this child. Any child, black, white, whatever, any person, black, white, whatever, any age, black, white, whatever, that get gunned down in murder for no reason at all is a high-profile or should be considered a high-profile. It should not be because this child's father was a police officer, I mean a, a former LSU player and his mom is white, then it's a higher profile. It shouldn't be just because this child is a, 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 a good kid, because he was a good kid. It shouldn't be just because that, that it's a higher profile. It should be the fact that another person was gunned down and murdered senselessly for no reason. That should made it a, a higher profile. But when they read, when they printed, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. And then every time something happened near, LA, near Southern, it's near Southern, near Southern. Near the campus of Southern University. Near the campus of Southern University. Oh, this happened around the corner from Southern University. I'm tired of hearing that. Like, seriously. Right. I'm so exactly. tired of hearing that. Because, let's be honest. If anybody go tailgating at LSU campus, you know how many fights break out at LSU tailgating fights? I mean, parties? Yeah. Tailgating <laughs> events? You know how many you know how many sexual assaults have been and never been reported at on LSU campus? You know how many v how much vandalism go on? You know how many vehicles been broken and robbed on LSU campus and people are not saying anything? You know how much crime actually happens at LSU? You know how many fraternities were it been been a crime of hazing and and it's hardly any footage? That's the problem I have. It's how when things happen at LSU, you never hardly hear anything about like shit don't happen. You know how much illegal shit it has happened with the people of LSU, with the deans, the presidents, the executives and stuff at LSU, and they downplayed that? The exactly. sexual assaults? The right. sexual harassment that was like that's a problem I have. Like stop minimizing and, and painting this horrible picture of Southern like like it's Southern University fault. Like, Southern is the reason that this happened. Like, that makes me mad. Like, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I'm tired of that. Like, I'm just over that part of it. And that's what made me mad with that. But my heart goes out to his family, right. his friends, to the people of Southern University, because that's, that's, that's going to hit home to them, too. Because, yet again, y'all being looked at in a negative light 
Then it's your homecoming weekend, so that makes it even worse. So the LSU players, the the team, the LSU students, it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? And my prayers go out to all of them that's affected by this. And to the boy family who committed this crime. I'm pretty sure his mom didn't say, I raised me a murderer. I'm so glad my son killed somebody. I'm, I, I can't believe for the life of me that that's what that boy mom woke up this morning expecting to see or hear. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for the life of me. I don't know the kid that committed a crime. I don't know nothing about him. Right. But I just don't believe that every mother whose child committed crimes wanted their child to be that type of person. I don't believe that. I can't. You sacrifice your life. You put your life in danger to, to birth a child that you're going to raise up to be a murderer. I don't believe that. I, I just, I don't, I don't believe that. This ain't the cartels. Right. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody going to make me believe that for the life of me that that's when mothers decide that that's what they're going to do. Unless they have no other choice. If they have no other choice to raise, to bring children into the world, that they know going to end up being criminals because they're going to take over the cartel, killing family, or whatever you want to call it. If that's what you decide, okay, fine. But I just don't believe that all these young kids that's around here killing each other, that that's how their parents wanted them to be. I don't believe that. Nobody's going to make me believe that. I ain't nobody going to make me believe that. But, again, my heart goes out to them, to his family. I, I will keep y'all in my prayers. And, and I just hope that we can figure out a way to come together as a whole and change the violence that's going on in this country. That's going on in Baton Rouge, Louisiana alone. And LH, and on Southern, I mean, on New Orleans is right there. Doing the same shit and ass thing, killing people left and right. So change has to happen. Something needs to, to be done. But, again... This is Southern University's um, homecoming. And I love the way they do their homecoming. Like, that should be on from Thursday to Sunday. Like, they be celebrating and celebrating. I just I just wish it was a way that they could celebrate and enjoy the process and not have to be feared for that crimes like Friday morning shooting is going to occur. You know what I mean? It, would be, it also would be amazing if they could win this game tonight against Alcorn, right. you know. And then they would end it Sunday morning with the um, Sunday morning brunch. They would do that Sunday. So it's it's a thing that they do. And um, I'm here for it, hunting. Like I love I love the process of what of what goes out into Southern Homecoming. I love it. They do they like they they have a modeling thing that they do. Um, they do like a talent thing. Then they do a concert. Usually the concert is like Thursday night. Um. Because that's what happened. They had a concert at Thursday night. Uh-huh. And a fight broke out across the, uh, like, by the subway across from the Montfort, uh Stadium. And so so they do the concert that Friday night. I mean, that Thursday. And then a Friday night, they do the Greek show and things like that. Um, they do a pep rally that morning. And then they do the parade Saturday, which they had a parade. And then they tailgate all day to the game. I'm going to tell you something. I used to tailgate. We used to tailgate all day, right? But when you tailgate and you have, like, an RV, it's better. Because you can go in the RV and take your nap and rest and all that stuff. Because you're going to need it. I don't yeah. know. If you're going all day. Yeah, but I don't know how people tailgate all day long. And then when the game comes, they pumped up even more. Like, what are y'all taking? <laughs> I did that one time. I said, I'm going to make it my... No, I did it twice. But I think they, I think they ended with a heat stroke because I don't remember everything that happened during the game. But 
the last time I did it, we tailgated all day. We went to Alcorn, actually. Right. And tailgated all day. And I'm telling you, my stomach was, like, bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to pee. And so we used the bathroom on the RV. But where we were parked at, it was a long way from the stadium to, to the RV. Right? right. And so we went to, cause you know, you walk around, you mingle, you see the different little setups. Cause they had like a little tent where they sell hair bows and t-shirts and these little slang, little cheap purses and things like that. So you, they had those different little boots and stuff like that. So we walking around sightseeing, looking at everything, you know, and I had to use the bathroom. I had to do number P, but I had to use the bathroom. So we went to this right. porta potty. You went to a porta potty? Yeah, because the guy was like, it's clean, it's clean. You know, it was a little old guy. Oh, my God. I, we opened that door. And it was shit everywhere. <laughs> Diarrhea shit. I said, oh, my God. Wow. I'm sure it was on their clothes. Whoever that was, it was all over their clothes. I can't, I open, I closed that door. I, I just went to throwing up. They're like, what happened? They thinking a dead body or something because I was throwing up. And when they were like, ooh, that's so disgusting. They're like, what is it? What is it? Everybody thinking it's a dead body or something because everybody just freaking out at me and my cousin. And I'm like, oh my God, that, that is so disgusting. So the guy, he got somebody to come and tie the thing off so nobody couldn't go in there and use it because it was disgusting. Right. I held it. I held my pee from the from that time to after the game. You have got to be kidding. I held it. I had the pee so bad. I was like, don't nobody make me laugh. Don't nobody make me move such none of that. And then after a while I didn't think about it, so I didn't I didn't have to go. So then once the game was over, I still didn't have to go. But then once I got back to the R V where I could go, it took me forever to go. <laughs> It took me forever to use the bathroom. (laughs) So I just, but let me tell you, when we were at the game, me and my cousin, we were sitting there. Every five minutes, we were waking each other up. I was hitting her because she would nod. Like that sun was in her face. She was still knocked out. At the game? At the game. So she was bumping me because I was nodding, bumping into other people. Because, you know, when you nod, their head goes. Once their head bumps and it don't wake you up, you gone. So somebody's going to have to wake you up. My head was on somebody else's husband's shoulder. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, that's okay. And the wife laughing at me because I'm like, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm sorry, y'all. I said, ooh, girl, we got to get up and do something. She was like, I know. But we was tired. Now one of us wanted to get up. So I said, let's switch seats. We switch seats. It might make us, you know, wake up. She, her head was on my shoulder. My head was on somebody else's shoulder. And then that's when um, my brother and them came. He was like, well, y'all wake y'all asses up. Y'all at a game. What y'all doing? We watching the game. Mm-hmm. But what just happened? All right. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We didn't know what the hell was going on. I said, I ain't doing this no more. She said, me either. I'm like, I'm tired. She's like, me too. Wow. So we yep. got us something to eat. We got us something to eat, and then we got a, a, a second win. And we pulled through that second quarter. But that first quarter, we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> we, we was out. We had we had no clue what was going. On. We didn't even know we was in the world. And I said I wasn't doing that shit no more. And I ain't did it since. <laughs> I have not done it since. I'm like I'm not doing it. We have went tailgating after that, but we ain't do no all day, baby. We sat down. 
We right. chill. We let everybody else do what they wanted to do, drink their little alcohol and chill. And then right when the game was ready to, you know, everybody was ready to go into the game, then that's when we walked and went into the game. I don't do all that. Like, I ain't, right. I'm not built like that. Right. I know right. my limitations. But to tailgate all day, scream and yell during a game, and then turn around and go out that night after the game, babe, you got something going on. Like, you got, you taking something. I don't know what you're taking, but you're taking something. Yeah. I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. So who do you see winning? Uh, well, since it's playing at LSU, Southern, it's gonna be. Oh, you talking about Southern? Yeah, uh, I'm talking. We talking about Southern. Oh, uh, Alcorn. You? Ooh, I can't stand you. <laughs> Alcorn is three and zero, and they two and zero in the conference. So, Alcorn. Okay, well, Southern Southern record ain't ain't bad either. So, what you talking about? I ain't saying it's bad. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying all corn gonna win. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, whatever. I'm an a, a, a all corn fan. Mm-hmm. So they from Mississippi, right? And what that mean? What that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? That means they're gonna win. Okay, well, what does that mean? That means that they are the better team that they're gonna win. You smoking something? I thought you didn't do drugs. <laughs> I don't. Nah. Well, you on something if you feel like that. Now, uh... Why you feel like that, though? Why I feel like that? Yeah, why you feel that Alcorn a better team? I mean, so, yeah, Alcorn a better team than Southern. Uh, because... They are. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, now, Southern band is probably going to shine... Yeah. Alcorn has some great dancers, though. Oh, yeah, they do. They're not usually as great as Southern. But. Well, they more of a, like, uh, they dance a little different from Southern. So that's why, too, you know. And they, hey, and they more darker. They're more buck and thicker. They're more buck than, exactly. than, um, than Southern. They, they, they more, they more African. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> then Southern. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Well, I honestly think Southern is going to win. Mm-hmm. I know that they have a history. Um, I, 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 But I do. I think Southern, I think this is Southern year. I do. Okay. I, I do. Amen. Right. Right. That's Mm-hmm. You can't be. Yeah. Being, being a, a Southern fan. Well, yeah. yeah. But, see, my daughter went to Alcorn. She's an Alcorn alumni, so she don't... Who's she rooting for? Who you think she rooting for? She ain't finna go on no Southern campus around her Alcorn friends with no Southern shirt on. She ain't finna do that one. <laughs> she ain't finna do that one. So she ain't wearing damn shirt. She ain't wearing them for Alcorn, nor them for Southern. She just gonna wear a neutral color shirt. That's what she said. And and, and tailgate and have fun. She said, because I live in Baton Rouge. So I'm not gonna do that. Now her dad wears Alcorn shirts. And so if he come around people, you know, they be like, well, what that's about? What you, what you doing with that on? He sometimes he forget he got the Alcorn shirt on. I be laughing. I be, yeah, mm hmm. 
But she's not going to do that. She's not going to go to on Southern campus with an Alcorn shirt, although she, she loves Alcorn. And I think it's going to be kind of emotional for her because her friend recently died and all of them played basketball um, at Alcorn together. And all of them were supposed to tailgate together at this game. Oh, all wow. of them had made plans, you know. So I know it's going to be hard for her, but I'm glad that she's going because she's been going through a lot with this because her and this little girl was, like real, real, they real tight, real close. So, um, man, I hate that. You know what I mean? It, it, I hate that. So, right. But I am glad that she's gone because she's kind of have shit herself out a lot. You know, death is hard. Death is hard. Just like it, it's no different than when you losing a friendship and the person is still living. If you've been friends with somebody for X amount of years and they've made a humongous difference in your life. Letting go and saying goodbye is hard for anybody. So right. to lose them in death at such a short notice, it, it, it hurts even more. You know what I'm saying? So I feel bad, you know, for her family. Right. Because she is just like with this, this kid from LSU. She was a good kid. You know, people may not agree on her lifestyle because, you know, what she liked and what she didn't like. And they are probably assumed one way about her. Right. But a lot of their assumptions about her wasn't even true. But she was boyish. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but they, you assuming certain things, but what you were assuming, you were way left field with her. You know what I'm right. saying? But she was really right. a good, good kid, like a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. That's how she was, honestly. Right. And it just, you know, it's just, it's sad because. All she was doing was working, making money to help take care of her family because she took care of her mom and her sisters now. Right. Um, and she always did. And so that, I, I know that's going to be hard, just like it's going to be hard for uh, the Sims family to get past this. Um, oh, but yeah. But it, it's, it's going to be, you know, because they, but they're doing a vigil today at Southern, by Southern for the um, the little boy. Yeah, like at four o'clock. So right. um, uh, people that's near there, they're asking them to come out and be a part of the vigil. My daughter is going. Oh, um, really? Her and her friends is going. She's leaving work, going to directly to the game. So. Oh. Oh. She's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's just I just would I just wish nothing but goodness. There was some update uh, that there were reports of shooting near the parade. It was found, they didn't find um, any proof of that. However, <laughs> there was an update that came up that uh, a person was shot near Southern University after um, Baton Rouge police um, found it to be unfounded, but I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is on Sora Street in Callenville Avenue. Now, this Sora Street street is within the route of the Southern University Homecoming Parade, but mind you, the parade is over with. Right? This happened at one something, but the but where it happened at, the parade was over with. So I don't know uh, if. It's fair to say during the parade. I don't know if it's fair to say that, but one victim was transported to the hospital with injuries. 
that appeared to be non-life-threatening. So a separate shooting was reported a few blocks south earlier that morning, but there was nothing substantiated with that call. Um, The university spokeswoman for Southern, uh, Ms. Tate, she emphasized that neither incident happened on campus. She said that the university has enhanced their security as they always do on game day. My brother's actually doing security over there. Um, and two of my cousins that are police officers that does security, you know, through they're over there as well. So, um, and they normally don't never be at Southern Games, but they are today. So, yeah. They normally at LSU Games, so they're at Southern today. But they love Southern uh, Homecoming. So they was like, yeah, we're going to be at the Homecoming. We're going to be at the Homecoming. I'm like, oh, okay. You coming through? <laughs> you funny. Uh, no. <laughs> Man, you bougie. That's what they said. You probably going to be over there at LSU. No. <laughs> you going to be over at LSU either? No. Okay, what's going on with you? Oh, you must don't feel good. Yeah, I feel fine. I'm just not going. So, yeah, I won't be in attendance of either one, but I will keep everybody in my prayers, and I hope that everybody can enjoy themselves and have fun and not exactly. running and ducking bullets and all that stuff. Let me right. just say this. A lot of the crimes that's going on in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, has nothing to do with good-hearted, working, decent, people. loving people. No. A no. lot of this is criminal activity that retaliating towards each other. A lot of this is people that just want to commit crimes because they don't give two shits about other people's lives. A lot of this is a bunch of young, immature-ass teenagers, young, young, early, you know, young-age kids that haven't even begun to live life yet that are cowards, that will not own and take their ass whooping like real people supposed to. Instead, they're running grabbing guns and don't understand how easy it is to take a person's life, and then your life is over as well. They don't understand that you don't have to be embarrassed that you got your ass whooped. Now, I never got my ass whooped when I was in school, in high school. But when I was in elementary and middle school, I was bullied a lot. But once I got to high school and I started fighting back, it was on and popping, baby. Yes, honey. Who? What? I never started a fight. I never instigated a fight. I don't believe in that. I don't believe as soon as somebody say something to me, I'll be ready to fight. I don't believe in that either. But if I tell you to give me my space, I tell you to leave me alone, I tell you go on here by your business and you keep following me, I'm not going to argue with you because everybody know me. I don't like to argue. I'll hang the phone up on your face. i just sit there and hold the phone until you get on my nerves. And if you keep getting on my nerves, I'll start pressing the button in your ear until you hang up. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I don't like to argue because I feel like, and especially if I got to talk when you talking and then I got to get even louder and I got to get even louder. If I care about you, it's hard for me to just hang the phone up in your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I'm telling you, I'm not going to do this. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Mm, are you steady going? Then I probably would. <laughs> you know, oh, so yeah. I don't do that. I don't, I like, I just, it's just so emotionally draining because if I'm arguing with you, to me, you're dismissing my feelings. And so if you dismissing my feelings, I don't want to hear shit you got to say. Exactly. I don't care what you're saying. Oh, I, I don't care what you're saying. You dismissing I me, I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you're saying. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Or then I hit you with, okay, 
All right. Okay. Okay. That's what I hit you with every time. Because I ain't like I ain't got time for it. you ain't caring about what I'm saying, so the boo with that. I just, and that's where a lot of these this crime is coming from. From people like that. You know, it, and and the sad part about it is nothing is gonna change if we as parents don't take back control of our children. Right. If we don't take back control of how we raise them. That's where it comes from. You know? And get all these fucking guns off the streets. How these people in the poorest goddamn neighborhoods are able to get these damn guns? They ain't got no window. They ain't got a front door. They ain't got a back door. They ain't even got money to go buy them food. But they got guns. Don't you want to be uh, 21 to buy a gun? Thank you. 18. I think it's 18. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to be a certain age to buy certain type of guns or something like that, but... Like, you might even buy a rifle, right? Right, 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 right. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. But I know it's a process in purchasing guns. Yeah. So, I don't know, but just the fact that you're able to go buy a gun and you ain't got no job, like, talking about. You ain't got no money, like, talking about. How y'all able to get these guns so easily? Somebody's putting these guns on the street to make it accessible for these people. And y'all got y'all stupid asses passing these guns back and forth. Guess what? You don't think it's coming from the white man? <laughs> you don't think that that's happening? It happened in Detroit. How you think crime got so bad in Detroit? How you think guns were so easily accessible in Detroit at a time where it shouldn't have never been? How? In the blackest, blackest, poorest, neighborhood. Come on now. Come on now. They put these guns into these black neighborhoods for us to kill each other. Hey, they didn't start putting these guns in until we started doing that. But they wouldn't put it in there when, when they was against us back in the 60s and 50s and all that. Exactly. We couldn't get no guns. Not talking right. About right. I just think we need to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that where what we're becoming and what we're doing and what we're allowing with each other, I think we need to wake wake up. I really do, and it's, it's scary. And we got to take back control of our children, the way we raise them, and everything else. If not, they're gonna be killing the parents. They have, yeah, but it's gonna get worse. Yeah, you're probably right. It's gonna get worse because once you, that's just like with police brutality. Once they get tired of killing black people, who you think gonna happen next? Huh. They're heading straight for the Caucasians. So if these young ones is killing each other, who you think going to be next when, when they, they're going to be killing their parents? That's what's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people need to wake up. They better. Wake up. I just yeah. think we, we have to stop enabling our children when they do wrong. We need to hold them accountable. If we see that they're leading into a negative lifestyle, we need to go take them somewhere, get them some counseling, get them some therapy. And we know that they're committing crimes and nine times. Because as a mother, you know if your child is going to change or not. You know if your child is heading down a cold-hearted road. You know this. You don't let them keep doing that. And then again, with the juvenile law, certain crimes, they commit crimes at a certain age, it takes away their juvenile life. You put them in these juvenile facilities, they're worse off when they get out. Yeah. Because you're not rehabilitating them. You're not helping them in them places. Y'all beating them. Y'all raping them. Y'all making them fight each other. Y'all making them rape each other. You're not helping them in these facilities. That's the same thing in prison. You put these people in these prisons where the guards are killing each other, beating beating them, 
The guards are raping them. The guards are allowing them to rape each other, getting them drugs inside there, pinning them against each other. So what do you think is going to happen when they get out? You think they're going to be better? You honestly think that's what's going to happen? Exactly. I don't think so. Nope. It's not. But it's been amazing talking to you, Mr. E. We've been on this song for, what, an hour and 40 minutes. We have to, like... Oh, my goodness, Miss Anita. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yep, that's... <laughs> Folks ain't gonna listen to all our segments that long, right? Oh, they listen to it. But I want... Yeah, but I wanted to apologize about some of the grammar that I talked about with the Kavanaugh situation on our last recording. I was frustrated. I was mad. I was angry. I was disappointed at the way these three women were treated and how they uplifted Kavanaugh. And I called them little <laughs> sticks <laughs> sucking on yeah, each other's sucking on each like, other's whoa. stick and things of that nature in um, my word choice was not the most proper. Uh, the meaning behind what I was saying for my frustration and getting my point across, my meaning is still the same. These were a bunch of men, in my opinion, that were defending the acts of other men. And it made me feel like they were so into each other and they were about each other, accommodating yeah. each other, fulfilling each other, making each other happy. Then even thinking two thoughts on what their word choice and the way their attitude will be will come across to women across this country, young girls across this country. And out of frustration, yes, I use some very poor word choices, and I shouldn't have said that because I do have daughters that listen to this podcast. I do have nieces that listen to this podcast. I do have beautiful people in my life that listen to this podcast that felt like that was the one thing that I probably shouldn't have said. So I apologize for that. But everything else that I feel, I don't apologize for that. I don't. I think we are, as a whole, this is an amazing country. But I think that the people that we have in certain positions is tearing this country down. I think the way we are raising our children is tearing this country down, tearing our neighborhoods down, tearing our race down. I feel like certain companies are neglecting the quality of a company. I feel like they don't care about the quality of growth in country, in, in, in companies. And, I, and, I, and I'm just, I'm tired of that. I'm right. tired of the mentalities of people that's in these positions that feel like I got to take the same stance as Trump and I can treat people any kind of way. I can lie on people. I can talk down to people. I can disrespect people and everybody feel like that's okay because you are white and I'm black. No, that's unacceptable. And if I have to struggle for the next two or three months until I find a nice fit, then that's what God wants me to do. But I'm never going to compromise myself ever again at any company. I'm never going to allow anybody to disrespect me, not even one time, and make it feel like it's okay in any, any job that I go to because it's not right. It's wrong. And no matter how you try to excuse it and spin it and justify how you treat a person, I'm not going to sit back and co-sign it. I'm not going to say that it's okay to do that. I'm not doing it. So if I got to struggle for the next three, four, six months, then that's what I'm going to do. But guess what? I ain't struggling by myself. Because your company might still be making money, but you got some unhappy employees. And that's all I'm going to say on that one. And 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 we got to put in some work. We have to figure out a way to look out for each other, to change 
the dynamics of things now because we we in trouble. Oh yeah. Yeah. So good luck to LSU. Good luck to uh, Southern. Although somebody else ain't for Southern. You have any final thoughts on the stuff that we talked about? <laughs> no, I just, just I I, I uh, second your motion of how we have to be better. We have to get better as people, as black people, and 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 go back to. And it always, it always been my, my thing, and 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 I think folks used to think I was crazy when I mm-hmm. when I speak when I say this is that segregation. Mm-hmm. I don't know was that a good thing or a bad thing. I'm starting to think we, that we, way too. You know, it, because when we was together, when we had our own little pot, we man, my yeah. doctor's office. When I was a kid, my doctor's mm-hmm. office was right there in the neighborhood. Right. I got my finger cut off. My my mom told me to the doctor to get my finger stitched back up. I'm just saying, and they took care of each other. Right. We might have fought this, this here and that, but but at the end of the day, if that parent come and say, hey, John Boy was fighting so-and-so, you probably got your butt whooped. Right. Unless, you know, but it was just, I don't know, it just seemed like when we did that, it just... I, I, I'm all for the equal. I'm definitely for the equal. Right. It's like we just lost yeah. our, our way, our how it right. be. You know, we built places. We built, you know, cities. Right. We built neighborhoods. And, and it was, you know, self-contained. Right. We are some amazing people. We exactly. Are, we are smart. Like, <laughs> we we are known to be hard workers. We are Thanks. always been determined. We always know how to make a way out of no way. We've always yeah, exactly. been able to get through struggles. You know what I mean? We've always yeah, exactly. been able to do that. And now it's like, we don't even try. We don't even try. And then what makes me more mad is some of us that are in position, they don't even, they forget where they came from. They, they look down at their own. You know what I mean? They talk about other people not even working hard for themselves or not wanting anything, just sitting back waiting for handouts when if you know where you came from, you know that's the most stupidest thing you could have ever said. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just, I just just have a mixture of emotions that's going on. I want to join, like, a a, a group for us, to work on us, to changing the black-on-black crimes, to change the way we take away from our own, the way we attack our own. I want to I wanna work on, I want to get into something that's going to benefit us to reach us from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? Because th- right. somewhere we don't love ourselves so that we are able to love other people. There's something that we're missing. There's something that we're losing. You know what I mean? And, and I just, I want to get in an organization where I can fight for us to work on ourselves, to love ourselves so that we can portray give out give love out to one another you know what i'm saying right because there there's there's too much hatred there's no way we're killing each other the way we kill each other we love ourselves because if you love yourself that means you don't want to lose your life that means you don't want to go to jail that means you don't want to take the life of somebody else so you can't love yourself if you're taking people lives left and right like i i I just i believe that and i I just want to get involved in stuff like that that's going to help um us you know i don't know 
I, I understand what you're saying. I definitely understand that. You know? But. <sighs> I'm good, though. And it's, it feels good out here. I'm going to get ready to go inside. I got a few little errands that I got to run and do. Um, order my pizza. Get ready for the game and stuff like that. Yeah, I want pizza. You want to order two? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, right. You want me to send it in the woods? <laughs> you know, you know, uh, I'm canceling my contract. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I, I thought I had a partner in crime. I said I would send it to you when you want me to send it to. Because you know it's woods. Some people going to pass their house up. <laughs> That's okay. We we ain't gonna we we, uh, we won't put them out then. We won't put them out. We won't let them come to the woods. Oh, That's okay. Keep I got you. Keep your I got you. I got you. I got you. Stop being no. so sensitive. Stop mm -mm. being so sensitive. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode on She Said. He said podcast. What's your girl, Miss Anita? And Mr. E. And we ask that you come back, listen, share. Hit that listener support button on our podcast and and continue to support us. We thank you. We appreciate you. Um, we're going to take that support that you give us and we're going to put it back into the podcast. We want to make it a little bit more professional, a little bit more crisp, um, buy some more equipment, headphones, mic, things of that nature. Um, so, and we need your help to do that. So we ask that you continue to, you know, come over to our world and listen and share our podcast and all that amazing stuff and give us your opinion. Um, you can email us. She said, he said, they said 2018 at gmail.com. That she said, he said, they said 2018 at gmail.com. And send us any questions, any comments, any topics you want to hear on our podcast. Um, the next episode that we will do is going to be about uh, life after the age of 50. Um, we're going to do that for Miss Auntie Ann. We're going to do that. So, we're going to talk about that. We're going to try to figure out any suggestions. I'm going to talk to some people that I know that are fabulous and amazing and beautiful. And, they're at, and their life is past 50. And I'm going to get their opinion on what they think. And I'm going to share it with the people that comes over to our world and listen to us and share with us and all that amazing stuff. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, and we just have to keep pushing change and keep praying and keep pushing love. And remember, you guys, stay true to yourself. Um, do not let someone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push love despite they go low, we go high. Um, let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow's not promised to anyone. Um, and allow God to be God, whatever God that you, you believe and serve. Mr. E? And two things on my note. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you ever get knocked down, mm -hmm. make, make sure that you land on your back. Because Why? one thing, if you can look up, you can get up. Oh, okay. And never let anyone steal your dreams. Because if they do. If they don't, mm -hmm. then we will see you at the top. Ah. All right, you guys. Until next time. Peace. Deuces.